All right. Welcome to the podcast. I uh, hope you're having a good week. Hope everything's going well. Today we're going to be on the podcast just talking about um, how can I know that God loves me? How can I know? You know, because we're here on earth and if you haven't heard, the universe is gigantic and the earth seems to be but a speck of dust and it's kind of a question to ask, you know, if God created all of the universe, the stars and the heaven and all of the life on earth, why am I important to God? Let's see if we can get into that a little bit today and find out what what's the Bible say? Can God love me? Hmm. Let's see here. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 29-32, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. And Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I mean, even though we have sin in our life, you know, okay, so maybe God does care about people, but uh, I have sin. I mean, can God love me, me even though I'm a sinner? Romans 5.8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, we're sinners and Christ died for us. To the, to the thief, he was crucified between two thieves. But for Christ, I mean, he wasn't a stranger to all walks. And of course, being Jesus... He said to the one thief, Today you'll be with me in paradise. While we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Psalm 103 and 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgression from us. That's pretty complete. And even though we sometimes might feel like life is hard and you don't feel very bright very motivated or very kind it's, it's hard to say that you know I mean I'm not a good person would, would God love me I mean I need his love but I mean does God really love me Romans 8 38 and 39 says for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Meaning, God's mercy and affection for you has no boundaries. Your heart your own opinion, your feelings. There's nothing, there is nothing that can separate you from God's love. We see it in Christ Jesus. You know, and, and sometimes we can go, I haven't really done anything. It, I'm not special, you know? I, I haven't accomplished anything. 
well, 1 John 4 10 says and this is love not that we have loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the remedy for our sins so you don't have to do anything great or amazing to earn God's love he loves you that's just the way that is. And Ephesians 3, 17, 19 says that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the wideness and the farness and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, which is God's love for you. God's love for you. God's love for you. Amen. Now, you, you also might feel like, I don't deserve to be loved. I mean, people have rejected me, or I just don't feel like lovable. Well, Ephesians 2, 4 through 9 says, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus for by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not something you did it's the gift of God not because of anything you've done so that no one can boast I mean does God love you yes what what is keeping us sometimes from well i wouldn't say sometimes i'll say all the time <laughs> what is keeping us from god's love is us not accepting god's love god's love is there for you god's love doesn't worry about your social standing or your relationship status or your ability to climb any corporate ladder it doesn't need you to do anything other than accept it that is a fact that is just true a few more scriptures for you john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life Romans 5 8 but God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners Christ died for us first John 4 16 so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him John 15 13 greater love has no one than this has someone laid down his life for his friends john 10 18 no man takes it from me but i lay it down of myself speaking of his life and i have power to take it again 
This commandment I have received of my Father. Back up one verse. We'll read from there. John 10, 17. Therefore, my Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down. Why did he lay down his life? He laid down his life so that you could see the love of God. The type of love that can renew you from groaning dissatisfaction that this life is from Adam and Eve till today. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to look over the course of history and see wars, divisions, arguments, all sorts of trouble and a desire to know God, a desire to be free of the burden of life. In the beginning, God created Adam and Eve perfect, and then, you know, they died spiritually when they disobeyed and became, you know, sinful. And this world became under the reign of uh, bad management, as it were, under the curse of sin. And the devil and his angels apparently have full reign here, except for when God steps in. And the only thing that keeps God from stepping in is us. And we see it in Christ. God steps in and says, hey, I come to destroy the works of the devil, the sin and all the results. And I come to give you new life. I come to give you new birth, uh, to be born from heaven and walk with the spirit. That whole thing about walking with God is just living with God. Walk with the Spirit. Live with me. You know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is God. Walk with God. And, you know, all we have to do is, you know, repent of our sins and know that we are forgiven. And Christ is our forgiveness. On the last day of Jesus' life, he was crucified, murdered, and like he said in those other scriptures he laid down his life he didn't need to go he knew what was coming but he wanted to lay down his life because he knew that he would become sin and punished for you you know for me he did it for me he did it for you the romans they didn't want crucifixion to be a walk in the park they wanted it to be cruel extremely agonizing they wanted it to last as long as it could some people would stay on the cross for a day or more and very humiliating because it was public i mean the crucifixion you were hung on a cross in front of your family and friends and strangers alike this is the death that he chose to die for you being completely innocent of any crimes so this jesus did for you not because he needed to or even wanted to christ took the hardest road for you so can god love you yeah god does love you it's a matter of you knowing it let's see here in matthew 27 Verse 27, the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters. So these are soldiers in, this, in these headquarters, a barracks kind of situation. 
And they gathered the entire battalion of soldiers in front of him. And they took off all of Jesus' clothes and put a very nice scarlet robe on him. And then they twisted a cruel crown of thorns and they jammed it on his head. And then they put a stick in his hand and then knelt before him and they mocked him saying, Hail the King of the Jews. And they spit on him and took his robe and put his own clothes on him. But before that, they took his staff they had given him and they beat him with it. You know, they pulled out his beard. They took leather whips and struck his back. And then, you know, ultimately Christ was crucified. Hands and feet driven through with nails so that on their end they could get rid of this problem that the Jews and the Romans had but why did he do it so that you could see that he loves you and he cares for you so when it comes to having faith you know it says the Bible says you'll be saved you know by grace which is kindness you're saved by kindness through your belief but what could spark you to believe in this kindness if not Christ in John 15 9 Jesus says as the Father has loved me so have I loved you abide stay in my love live with that love that I give to you Isaiah 53 5 but he was wounded for our sins he was crushed for our sins upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and by his stripes we are healed we are forgiven we are brought to life romans 10 13 for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved is that everyone but you no that's everyone all who call on the lord can be saved saved from what our default situation is that we're sinful by nature we are dead not just sinful but we're disconnected from god we don't have a connection to god and therefore when we die we have no grace with god because we are completely separated from him if this world is a sinful world this world is depressing and hard and difficult and we've done things wrong and we've got no way to unload that from our soul then we're already in trouble but we can be saved how do we be saved call the name of the lord it's that simple isaiah 41 13 for i the lord your god hold your right hand it is i who say to you fear not i am the one who helps you Isaiah 49 verse 14 But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, my Lord has forgotten me. To which God's reply in verse 15 Can a woman forget her nursing child? That she should have no compassion on the son whom she gave birth to? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Isaiah 50 verse 4 
The master, God, has given me a well-taught tongue, so I know how to encourage tired people. He wakes me up in the morning, wakes me up, opens my ears. To listen as one ready to take orders. The master, God, opened my ears, and I didn't go back to sleep. Didn't pull the covers back over my head. I followed orders, stood there, and took it while they beat me. Held steady while they pulled out my beard. Didn't dodge their insults. Faced them as they spit in my face. And the master God stays right there and helps me. So I'm not disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like a flint. Confident that I'll never regret this. My champion is right here. Let's take our stand together. Who dares bring suit against me? Let him try. Look. The master, God, is right here. Who will dare call me guilty? Look, my accusers are clothesmen of threadbare socks and shirts, fodder for moths. So, when you ask, does God care for you? Yes, God cares for you. God loves you. God is like um, a daddy lion standing behind a little baby lion. A little baby lion gains all that courage and strength knowing that his father is right there. So I just want to encourage you today to just remember God does love you. God can save you. God is all but ready to save you. The only thing he's waiting on is is you to believe. Ask for that gift of faith. Accept his uncompromising love for you. And know that that he's not looking for you to be religious. The problem with religion and religious people or religiosity is that those people are in love with the religion. They're in love with the outward acts and they don't love God. But it's when you can see that God loves you. God really loves you despite all of our shortcomings, all of our errors, all of our mistakes, all the things that we regret, all of our low opinions of ourselves. He will break through all of that just know that yes the answer is yes god can and does love you so live with him accept his grace his gift of forgiveness and daily live with god who is with you anyway so that's the podcast for today i hope that that encouraged you and um strengthen your heart May you be blessed and have a great day. Thanks. Bye.